just had sex. Welcome! Prognosis Podcast. Wow. Terry Bores. I wish. Wow. We are here, as always, talking about the most recent Bears game. <laughs> this is now an NFL podcast. It's, uh, what does that blinking light mean? That means you're too loud. Oh. Well. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. No, actually, we're here to talk about beer and prog music. Um, Both which, of which I love. One of which I love. <laughs> we, when did you start hating beer? <laughs> we kicked around the idea after our last podcast about not talking about Prague so much anymore. It seems like we're getting into the same tropes week after week. That would happen when you go into a genre. Yes. <laughs> uh, but... We still got some more prog. We still got some more prog. We may still start talking about the music industry in general. Oh, that'll be fun because I love the music industry. Yeah, Uh, I haven't lost all hope yet. There's a music industry. (laughs) Oh yes, we'll talk about the music industry, the state of music these days. And we are we are all deeply initiated into the music industry, so we're like the people you would want to go to for like advice and thoughts and concepts of the music industry. Yes, because we all know everything. I think. Miley Cyrus wearing pasties to the New York fashion show was a great idea. Do you? Well, it's part of the music industry, right? <laughs> it is part of the music. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Maybe I have to eat my own word there. She is a musician. Well, so today we've uh, we've already consumed a couple of our beers, our, our classic beers. We started off with a Trogues beer that one of uh, one of my fine students brought us. It's a Harvest Ale from Trogues called Hop Knife. Which is quite delicious, and if they were a local brewery, we would buy a shitload of this beer. It was a fantastic beer. And then we went to That's Third incredible. Coast Old Ale, one of my favorite beers in the known universe. What vintage was that? Chris? Was it 2012? That was 2012, was it? All right. Yep. Yeah, I've got a, I've got about a case of that. Now, that is the perfect beer uh, if you have to shovel your driveway <laughs> or shovel stuff in, in sub-zero temperatures. You leave that in the snow. And then you do all of your shoveling, and then while you're still outside, you crack that beer, and it's like a slushy, and it's the most refreshing beer you'll ever have in your entire life. I can see that. It was amazing. And it's like 10.2% alcohol, so that warms you up. You want to have one before you go out to shovel the snow, and then another one when you're done. Oh, you go out to, to shovel drunk already. I was well. thinking, yeah, like, I left that part like out, hot buttered rum before you go out, and oh. then the old ale finishes you off. That seems like something I would inject directly into my heart. Yes. Uh, so then we went for the... Uh, for Three a, Fontenaine, Oud Creek. And which year is this one? 2013. I think this, 2013? this year's, yeah, or last year's image. So this year's release. Just, just a little over a year old. That is a tasty, tasty beer. It, uh, it reeks of armpit sweat and uh, wet shoe. Yeah, it's kind of gross smelling in an awesome way. And it tastes, uh, but tastes it really tastes absolutely freaking fantastic. A lot of subtlety, a lot of like delicate. If flavors. our good friend Seth, if our good friend Seth Rosenblum was here right now, he would uh, take one sip of this and spit it directly onto the table in front of him in a gagging motion. Which is unfortunate because the uh, distributor that brings this stuff into the country is in Massachusetts. Yes, so where Seth is. But anyways, it's unfortunate for him. And we've got one more beer on on. Uh, and the lineup for before we're this done with this is, podcast. Uh, this is called Long of Tooth. It's a collab uh, between DeProof and Surly. 
two fine brewers. Uh, this is a old ale. Originally, I thought it was barrel aged, but it's actually just aged on toasted oak with uh, cocoa. Is spirals? Uh, mm-hmm. Could be anything. Could be yeah. stabs. Yeah. Could be chips. Uh, probably could be. But on paper, it sounds promising. We haven't opened it yet. Surely we will at some point during this podcast. That's coming, and it's going to be immediately necessary. after this song. Oh, Maybe immediately after Matt reads the lyrics to this song. So, which is, yeah, that's just. This is a two pager. Okay, it's beautiful. And this is by my favorite band. No, it's not. I lied about okay. that. Okay. Here you go. Make sure you read these clearly. You never had a chance. You dutied in your pants, pantaloons, dirty pantaloons. You did the pee pee dance. You wet your fancy pants. Pantaloons, dirty pantaloons. I was alive for only five. Should have played hooky and stayed at home. Where the toilet was my own. I had to go, but I was too shy. Then everything came out that was in inside. And in the classroom I did cry. Oh, mama, come and get me soon. I got a walnut in my pantaloons. I got the 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 walnut in my pantaloons. You never had a chance. You dutied in your pants. Pantaloons, dirty pantaloons. You did the pee-pee dance. You wet your fancy pants. Pantaloons, dirty pantaloons. Take me away, cried my hidden face. She held me and started down the hall. Stopped by a mop and bucketed man who with concern wanted to know all. That's when I felt something start to fall. No time for spoken words to be said as the walnut fell from my pant leg. He got his answer and nodded his head. Can't wait for this day to end. With every moment my humility spread. I'd pay good dollar just to forget the walnut that fell from my pant leg. That walnut that fell from my pant leg, that walnut that fell from my pant leg, that walnut that fell from my pant leg, that walnut that fell from my pant leg. The janitor was from Winnipeg. 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 We are nothing if not thorough. Now we're going to go ahead and pause and listen to this beautiful song. And uh, we'll be back with you momentarily. back after that brief interlude. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I also gave them a bonus track of the uh, Bumblefoot Uncool Outro Track 2, which is 15 minutes long. (laughs) And it's excellent. Highly recommend you type in... I'm going to have that mouth trombone stuck in my head. All you need to do to find it, if you're listening to this podcast, is go to YouTube and type in Bumblefoot Mariah, as in Mariah Carey, and you will find it. It, I will likely add it as the uh, intro so music to this Sounds week's good. podcast. So the artist for this tune is Bumblefoot. Uh, Bumblefoot is also known as Ron Thal. Um, he is a, uh, a nut job from New York, uh, one of the best guitarists on earth. Um, but this wasn't really a guitar tune in particular, just kind of a tune. A tune. I'm not sure it was a tune in particular. 
Well, not the outro song. I'm talking yes. about the... Uh, oh, the actual song. The actual yes. song. What's the name was, of the actual song? The actual song is called Dirty Pantaloons. Yes. So, uh, Matt, what did you think of the, the, the lyrics? <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, uh, obviously this is just, you know, a total joke. Uh, but it's well done. I mean, it's this could be any Guar song. Uh... Uh, which I love. So, I mean, obviously I could, I could tell the prog style. Yeah, you can't tap your foot to that goddamn song. No. It's impossible. Um, but I like the sheer goofiness of it. I think A song about poop wins in your, in your department? <laughs> the, I mean, one of the things I, I can't take seriously about prog music is just how noodly it gets. <laughs> the outro wasn't noodly at all. No. Or no. wait. <laughs> the janitor was from Winnipeg. Uh, the janitor was from Winnipeg. But the combination of the over-the-top noodliness and these ridiculous lyrics um, works. It's just utter nonsense. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of like a tie-in between that, that whole uh, Frank Zappa type thing and, and Bumblefoot. I don't, I don't think he's like the biggest Zappa nut, but he's that same kind of, um, you know, don't take yourself too seriously and... And uh, he's done some serious tunes too, but he's. This is, I think, kind of like fucking with you a little bit. This is the first album he did after a really brutally bad record contract with a really bad record label. Um, so he he had uh, complete control over what he did, and th- that's pretty obvious with his <laughs> shit falling out of your pants song. <laughs> so, yeah, I've I've been listening to this album since like basically since it came out. So I'm, when I'm kind it, of when nut. did it come out? I would I think it was late uh, late nineties. Um, I think it would have had to have been like ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that. So and now Bumblefoot is in Guns N' Roses. So mm. he's been for the last he's on Chinese Democracy, um, and we can withhold judgment on that because we're not really the demographic for that album. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I actually who exactly am, is the demographic for that I don't, album? I don't know, but you know what? I saw them on that tour, and honestly, it was a fucking awesome show. I mean, it's the only time I've ever had an opportunity to, to was, see Guns N' Roses at was all. Buckethead on that tour. Uh, Bumblefoot replaced Buckethead in oh, the okay. band. So, and I've seen I've seen Buckethead a couple dozen times, but uh, but that was the first time seeing Bumblefoot on like a monster stage and everything. And I mean, they honestly they owned like there was nothing. Nothing bad about it except for the show started like four hours late. Like I think they start, they went on stage at like midnight. Uh, but you know, I'm not gonna complain. I'm a I'm a late person anyways. But yeah, it was, it was actually cool. So what the fuck? But uh, yeah, it's got to be a sweet gig. Like you stop caring about anything. I imagine <laughs> you're just getting paid to do what you do. Yeah. So, anyways, so it's kind of a lot of a lot of odd time signatures. I think the song stands on its own. It's it's obviously silly. Um, so it's. The musicianship stands on its own, but yeah, it's got, it's got some some seriously over the top guitar, uh, some seriously over the top meter, and uh, it, it complements the lyrics I think well. It, it uh, displays the the franticness of somebody about to shit their pants quite well, <laughs> um, searching for a bathroom that is not to be found, and alas, now you don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, Ron, for that uh, for that fifteen minute outro song, if Ron Thal is listening, it may cost him a finger, because that was uh, hilariously painful. <laughs> but uh, I, I love this song, and uh, and Ron in general. Bumblefoot's music is something that everybody should have. He is an absolute 
savant when it comes to uh, to music in general, just because he's smarter than the rest of us, and uh, and more creative. God damn it. So, uh, sure. so so I guess it, it goes without saying that this was a uh, a victory for the Prague music. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Who knew all we needed was a poop song He's, to win? Yeah. I'm keeping that, uh, I'm going to wave the poop banner high, and uh, <laughs> this song is also Scratch and Sniff. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so so we got another winner, Aaron. I'm, I'm very proud of us. I like it, yes. No, I'm, I'm surprised we won with Bumblefoot, because I thought Matt would be like, there's no way I can digest this. This is just, like, not my bag, but uh like he said it is this, this it song is a little with, slightly guar reminiscent so yeah speaking of guar missy guar uh this weekend with uh without odorous without or, odorous and i can't remember the the replacement singer's name but this will be strange i've never seen guar without odorous and uh guar is down two members now they're down two members mm-hmm. um last time i saw them um i can't what was the other guy's name that died uh, beef flatus? No, beefcake still alive. Flatus Maximus. The last time I saw them was probably about a week before he died. Um, and I'll be seeing them without him or Odorous. So wow. it'll, be, it'll, be it'll either be awesome or sad. And you're I guess it's going to be people. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> is it Riot Fest? Or is that Riot this? Fest, yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. I, I would... Uh, you can, you can rock yourself right on over to the Is DM. Is playing at that too or no? Stage right after that. Uh, I think, yeah, I think they are. There's a lot of people playing at Riot Fest. Yeah, sure. Primus, it's, it's gotten... well, I think they don't have Tim. Is, that, is Danny Carey playing with him? Yeah. Holy shit. Danny Carey of Tool is playing drums for Primus. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That would be worth I saying. might actually go watch it. Clip, uh, I care two shits yeah. about Primus. <laughs> wow, you're just kind of an asshole. <laughs> Colonel, and Colonel Claypool that? and Danny Carey and Larry Lalonde. Could Beautiful. be terrifying. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, awesome. I, I guess we can... At I, some point, Primus will have to make an appearance on, on this. It's this. true. They do have some progressive moments, they're, don't they? They're uber-proggy. They do have some progressive moments, but I think that's, we've, we've already learned that Matt's not going to be particularly fond of them. When I they, don't like Primus. You don't well, like a lot of things. That's that are what good. we'll have to... We'll have to find a, a song to try to change his mind. So I'm guessing nothing off Pork Soda. All right, well, back to work with us into the realms of, of metal and darkness and beer, beer drinking and beer drinking and armor made of. Oh, bone. we didn't. Uh, we this, didn't really. This long of tooth is not bad. The long of tooth, yeah. This beer would probably be just fine to, to age for a while. It's probably not going to change that much. Yeah, I don't get a lot of cocoa off it, but it tastes like a good. I'm oil. getting no cocoa. But I'm getting. I'm getting sweet tarts. It's almost like a cher- side, less yeah. from it. I am getting fruit, some vanilla, almost like a cherry kind of thing. Yeah. It's not bad. As a strong ale, it kind of has a little bit of that similar style of the Beast from Avery. I think Beast a little is a little more rich tasting. It is. It's It's got a lot more body, but some of the fruity notes are similar. It's kind of a thin finish, which I don't, yeah. I'm not enamored with. Uh, but it's a, it's a three and a half beer. Yeah, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. All right, well, thanks for tuning in to another riveting episode <laughs> of Prognosis Podcast. Uh, next week, tune in for our very special non-prog topics. Um, It'll be those very be. special. We'll probably be having a lot of anger and venting. Uh, <laughs> more so than usual. Uh, but yeah, there's something specifically special that we should be inventing about next week. Oh, uh, we'll find something. We'll figure it out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, All right, I got it on tap. It can it can happen whenever it has to. Let's stop recording this shit. Let's do it. <laughs>